the podcast critics have spoken. Has this guy ever actually interviewed anyone before? And? Wow, that was long. And? I don't have time to listen. Very busy. Sounds like this podcast isn't winning any awards anytime soon. Uh, he did win an award in 2011. Stop living in the past. What else with Corey Mann? Wherever podcasts are sold. Isn't it free? Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Check podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me to the left, Drew Douglas. How are you doing today? Well, I'm not doing as great as what oh, no. I was hoping this morning whenever I woke up because I almost passed out walking into the bathroom earlier. <laughs> I'm serious. It was your bad. bathroom or no, this was like a work bathroom, a work bathroom. Okay, I was basically chugging a giant water. You know, you see my giant water bottle. It's the one that has the recommended, the daily recommended value of eight glasses of water in this giant bottle. I use that throughout the day and I just drink from that. Well, I had pretty much half of that for lunch and I was not able to get out and go to lunch or eat a lunch because I didn't bring anything today. So I chugged that, walked into the bathroom, almost fell face forward onto the ground because of the smell. <laughs> like and a foul stench? It was awful. Like I told you, it was basically the smell of roadkill times 10. Good grief. And I also got close to the toilet and saw blood smeared everywhere. <laughs> oh my I seriously thought it was a scene from Midsummer. This is not the first time that the so-called blood bandit has struck. <laughs> no. The first time I texted you about it, and you're like, there's no way you're making this up. And, and I went and checked it out. And, and it was there gone. Was, there was no... So someone came mm-hmm. and within, cleaned it up. I don't know, 10 minutes, cle- cleared up the the, the alleged the blood. smeared blood. And then today, I because it's weird, I don't like taking pics in a bathroom and this was a moment where I took a photo and I sent it to you right after I got out of the bathroom. I, mean, I, I couldn't even go to that toilet. It's mandatory. This is something where it is mandatory that you take a picture. And you're right. There was like a smear. But it was like a splotch. L- like little. it had almost fallen and just like kind of dripped. <laughs> but if you looked on the rim of the toilet, there was it was smeared on there somehow. Um, but it's on the, not like on the top. It was on the inside part of it. Which and I don't fully understand. I, what I think is we have a blood bandit. I have a suspect in mind. Someone's bleeding from the butt. That I've shared with you before that I would, I would bet a paycheck that it is this person. Oh. And 
I'm short bored. of, I don't know, putting a camera in the bathroom 24-7, I don't <laughs> think we'll ever figure this out. And you said, because you're, we can kind of describe it as there's, it's a bathroom, it's a one-person bathroom. Mm-hmm. Solo bathroom. It's public, but it's one person. And then there's like a hallway and then your office. Mm-hmm. So your office is within, I don't know, 10 feet from the bathroom. And when it reeks, I can smell it. Yeah, it literally wafts through the ventilation system and then seeps into the room. And it, it was bad enough that I smelled something, kind of ignored it. But then 10 minutes go by, I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom. Walked in, like, now I know where that smell is coming from. Roadkill. Times 10. That bad. I just think if somebody's bleeding anywhere around their rectum <laughs> or <laughs> if their um, fecal matter smells that bad, we need to help them. They need to seek a doctor. Get help. All I can say is that if I lit a match in that bathroom, <laughs> I would have blown up. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I think what's kind of really strange is the blood bandit only goes to one bathroom. It's one bathroom, and that's it. Because I haven't heard about this anywhere else. And I, yeah, I haven't seen it on on any other toilets, but it really makes me concerned because my first reaction, it went to cabin (laughs) fever. (laughs) What if someone's bleeding everywhere and they're turning into just like this seeping mess that was. We just need to make sure it doesn't get into the water system. I guess my, I so I have the photo on my phone. You have it too. I'm tempted, really tempted to share it with our followers on Instagram, and say just say warning: this is actual human blood on a toilet seat. But we got to figure out who the who the BB is. I mean, what would you do in that case, listeners out there? Like, let us know because would you be like, as terrified? I don't. I don't know how you. I don't like this bathroom because it's like I said, it's singular. <laughs> but if you're doing your business and the door doesn't lock for what, like whatever reason, the toilet is facing the door, mm-hmm. so they would just like you would lock eyes with somebody. I've actually had nightmares that I went to the bathroom and it didn't lock, and someone came in. Uh, during a moment that I was just like dumb and dumbering it. <laughs> I don't like that. I won't, I don't use that bathroom. It's, and I know that's what the blood bandit would say is like, I don't use that bathroom. It's not me. I'm being serious though. <laughs> it's a risky bathroom and I typically only use it whenever I got to go and go fast. And the other I'm thing is too, I don't know how you are. I have like a mental block. I have to really need to go number two if I'm going to do that in a public area. I will hold it all eight hours if I have to. There was a co-worker of ours who drove home. I've known several people. I knew a guy that used to work here that the bathrooms were so disgusting <laughs> that he couldn't take it. He would drive, He would seriously drive 15 minutes home. And yeah, so 15 minutes one way and then 15 back. It was basically his lunch break. But I, I think we'll... We'll kind of try to crack the case, figure out who the blood bandit is, because um, they're putting people's health at risk, legit. So much so that another coworker of ours is getting tested. Oh my gosh! Well, that's what he said. <laughs> All right, let's go. Do you know what we're covering today? Yes. I thought we were just covering the BB. 
Film this, fans. Honestly, we should start a podcast and we we just investigate. I, I was going to say this will be the Film Fans Mystery Podcast where it's kind of like serial and we just try to get down to the bottom of it. Well, welcome after that bloody talk. This is a Pickums episode, a pop culture Pickums for August, where Drew and I pick three things coming out and we're excited about it. We want to share that excitement with you. Not all of these picks are movies, but before we get to August, oh, and before we talk more about the Blood Bandit, which may come up, let's talk about our July picks. I looked at my list and realized, man, I really liked every single thing that I had chosen. And one of the picks, I know you'll be like, yeah, my, and that was my third pick. But I had, I'll start at the top because we both liked the my top two. Top, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nailed it. Second, Midsummer. Nailed it. Third one, I binged this. And you're like, oh. Oh, The Boys. The Boys. I forgot that I had that as my number three. And I, I, I don't remember what I had. Yeah, I can't. What, what else were you going to say? I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say The Boys, that is something that it's getting a lot of rave reviews. And Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, they ended up producing that and writing. I won't reveal, but there is there are a lot of surprises in the show. And it can be difficult to watch. I will say that. All of my picks are, well, I wouldn't say Hollywood's that difficult. Yeah, it is at the end. Yeah, I would. So all all of my picks are kind of rough at times. You know, I don't. I remember I had Midsummer. Oh, I had um, Spider Man. Oh yeah, that was the third one. And then number one was um, Veronica Mars season four on Hulu. Which yeah, tell us about that because you're a little. I mean, there's. Schemed. I'm still. It's been weeks. I'm still mad. But Rob Thomas, the creator of Veronica Mars, even said he doesn't understand why people are mad. Is that what he said? He just came up with a reason for why they did what they did. And I just think he's an idiot. (laughs) I just think it's not knowing your fans what they want. And I think that's kind of dangerous when you're bringing back something that people are excited for. And what's crazy to me is... The season is okay, and then what they do, they do in the final minute or two, and it just ruins everything. And I'm not one to do this a lot of times, but I'm, I'm acting as if season four never existed. <gasps> hmm. It makes if you, me... If you're a big fan of VM and you watched it, you know what I'm talking about, and you, you probably feel the same way. I feel like it's pretty universally hated. Is there a way that fans can protest what Thomas did with this by sending in marshmallows i'm gonna protest by just not watching anything veronica mars related (laughs) that comes out again actually that's not true if they brought back (laughs) if they came back for season five i would watch it would you send in bloody marshmallows i just think there's a way they could have done what they did and not um have offended so many people did someone die i'm not gonna say hmm i'm really intrigued i've wanted to watch the show and i i haven't but there are a few shows on my list that I really have to watch. And honestly, with the boys, I just picked that up randomly and kind of binged that in the course of like two, three days. We um, rewatched season one, just finished that like last week, and I forgot how good the finale is. Hmm. So we're on season two right now. And I'm watching it with my girlfriend, and 
I can't wait till she sees it, and I hope she freaks out. <laughs> is, season four. Is she digging it as much as you do? Yeah, I, she likes it a lot. She's really into it. I get. I got to get my Kristen Bell fix. I think you'll like it. Oh, my shirt just came up. Oh, <laughs> whenever I say Kristen Bell, your button just popped off. Ooh, that's for Veronica Mars. Are you excited for it. August? I'm very excited for August. Because there was two things on my list that I had no idea were coming out. Oh, so I had the same thing. There's one, and it's my number one. I did not realize it would be released in August and blew my mind. I thought mine were like September releases. Mm -hmm. And I just happened to be like, oh, this is August? And I got really excited. So those have to be TV shows, right? Incorrect. Hmm. Okay. One is a TV show. One is an album. Oh. Okay. Well, let's not waste any more time. What is your number three? Numero three is something coming to Netflix. And I want to say I've never seen this. It's based off a. It's a prequel to a movie. Okay. Do you know what it is? I'm trying to think of any trailers I've seen recently. But I, I know. So Netflix is doing a prequel to The Dark Crystal. It's called Age of Resistance. Oh, now, right. I've never seen the original Jim Henson, Frank Oz movie. But they're actually, Netflix is doing something really cool with this prequel. They've actually resurrected Jim Henson 30 years after his death. <sighs> just for this. They're bringing him back. He's just helping with the show, and they're letting him move back on. It's like Demolition Man. No, but I've never seen, have you seen the original movie? No, but I have heard a lot of hype about this. I haven't even seen the trailer to this, so this is really? why. I don't, yep, this is why I don't know Ooh. what uh, really anything about this. So this comes out on August thirtieth. It looks just like the original, spruced up a little bit, but it's all puppet animation. And uh, the original movie is on Netflix if you need to see it, which I do. So I'm going to watch that and then get ready for the prequel. Mm. And I don't know how many episodes it is, but it looks like just looking at it. I would imagine they had to spend a lot of time making hmm. this because of the style, the puppetry. I can't believe the amount that Netflix is shelling out for content. We've got this. We've got The Irishman. The trailer just dropped recently. Loves it. I, I broke down and I watched it. What do you think? Love it. The de-aging, do you, you think it's all right? I mean, it's only they only have that in one shot, as far as I could tell mm -hmm. in that preview, and it looks good. It's weird. A lot of people that are complaining about it online are like, this looks like a PS4 game. I'm like, really? It doesn't look that people bad. People just want to complain about anything. It's Marty, and he's back to the genre that we love to see him I working mean, in. that first shot in that preview is full-blown Marty. Yeah. It makes me want to go on a Marty binge. I'm just going to say that. Well, after, I think it was, we had just seen Hollywood, and then the Irishman trailer dropped, and I told you, that morning, I'm going to wa rewatch The Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of freaking Wall Street. I get nervous, though, because when I rewatch that movie, I say the F word nonstop afterwards. <laughs> and then my Coke habit picks up again. And uh, then you have to drink O'Doul's whenever you have to go into rehab. My number three is a movie that's coming out this weekend. Can you guess what it is? Coming out this weekend? Yeah. Um, scary stories to tell in the dark, question mark? That's it. That's number three. I'm kind of nervous, though. Here's why. You shouldn't be nervous. There's no expectations. Yeah, there are no expectations, but I'm concerned for one reason, one reason only, and we've talked about this when we last saw the trailer in the theater, 
And it's this movie may be like so PG or PG 13 that it's geared toward kids so much that it's not really that scary and it's not that entertaining. I'm worried about that. I think it looks the opposite. Oh, that it is going to be really scary? It looks, it doesn't look kid friendly, which is fine by me. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's one I of those. Know. I haven't seen like any marketing for this, really. Yeah, I'm. I'm really worried that this movie won't do that great. But it's crazy because we have so many movies coming out this weekend, and I'm more interested, I think, in how Hobbs and Shaw will compare with like four or five new movies being released. What else is coming out this weekend? Well, we've got the oh Milo or whatever he played. Sly oh. Stallone's son and yeah. Rocky Balboa, and then it's Amelia. It's the dog movie that he's doing. Yeah, it's like racing, uh, the art of racing in the rain. I just, I'm scared to see that. I almost picked that on here. Oh, really? Because it's got dogs, but I'm scared. I don't know anything about it. Apparently, in limited release is also Casey Affleck's film Light of My Life. Never heard of that. We've got The Kitchen uh, with. Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, Elizabeth Moss. Um, and, and that's a gangster film. Speaking of Marty, he had nothing to do with that. But it looks like they're really trying to go for that vibe of, like, good fellas just with women. And then Dora and the Lost City of Gold. I know that Andy, one of our listeners, and he was <laughs> on the show, he loves He got his tickets for that as soon as they went on sale. There's only one reason I would see that. Or Andy. Eva Longoria's in it. Oh, that's right. We've also got Michael I, Pena as her father. I don't need to... Longoria? Don't need to see it. I don't need to say anything else. Just put it on mute. <laughs> oh. But yeah, my number, my number three is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Love the book. I grew up a huge fan of that. And with the art design and what we've currently seen, that looks really good. I want to see it. I think it looks cool. I think it looks spooky. That'll be... I, I think... We'll have fun with it, but I'm, I'm just slightly concerned that it may be watered-down fun. No concerns. Ooh. Number two, another Netflix show. I think it's funny. You're loving Netflix. I think it's funny that I kept complaining. I don't watch Netflix, and then we are <laughs> month after month. I'm picking freaking Netflix stuff. <laughs> I don't know if you watched season one. It's David Fincher's Mindhunter. Hunter. I saw the trailer dropped, a new trailer today, and I have not seen the first season, but it makes me want to go home and watch it after this. I love true crime stuff. I love serial killer stuff. And you love David Fincher. I love Fincher. And season one is incredible. Is it one of your favorite Netflix shows? It might be my favorite. Wow. So season two starts, I believe, the 14th. It's going to rule. Now, Fincher, he just directed one episode of the first season, right? No, he did the first two and the last two. Okay. And I think he's doing even more season two-wise. Okay. I've been intentionally not looking up stuff on this. Now, how much does this involve Charlie Manson? Because we just saw him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is he, he in it very He's much? not in season one, I believe, at all. He, I think the same actor from Hollywood is in season mm -hmm. two of Mindhunter. So I don't know how he connects to the story. Are they? I wonder if they're doing a Hannibal Lecter style story where they are like talking to Charlie about what whoever they're trying to catch. But I don't know anything about this story. 
you should really watch season one. It's it's really good. It's been a, it's on my to watch list. And speaking of the trailer, that's something that I keep inching closer to and watching. But maybe I'll binge that this upcoming weekend or two. Number two for me is something we've already talked about. We discussed it. I've got to get my gangster fix with the kitchen. Uh, yeah, I, this I don't, might be good. Who did it? Honestly, I don't know, but here's my concern. I've not seen anything for this film, any marketing. I've not heard any buzz about it. But didn't you say it was limited release? No, it's coming out. The limited release is the Casey Affleck film. Which I've never heard of. I thought he was kind of shunned from Hollywood. Well, maybe. The light of my life is more of an independent film. So The Kitchen is done by Andrea Burloff. And she wrote Bloodfather with Gibson. Did you ever see that? I've seen it like six times. So you love it? Love it. I, I really want... Who plays his daughter in that? The girl from The Boys. Oh, yeah, that's right. Andrea wrote Sleepless, last uh, the last Oh, with film Jamie she, Fox? Mm-hmm. Wow. Did, not, did you see that? Yeah. It was really bad, wasn't it? Uh, not bad, just... Um, a January action movie, like okay. wh- what Cookie you would th- normally think of a January action movie. I've w- I what wanted to, to see Jamie that? Fox too. That's oh, why I, I watched know. it. I was like, I got to see this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know Jamie. I don't know what all he's got going on. But so that was 2017. Then before that, Bloodfather, Straight Out of Compton, World Trade Center. That's what Andrea has written. She has. Oh, so the kitchen is going to be her directorial debut. But we've got. Not only with the ladies, we've also got Domino Gleason, who is in this film. We've got Common. James Badge Dale. I'm excited for this. I just, I love a good gangster film. And this movie looks very different than what we've seen before. And I like where they're going. I think there's a movie that came out in like the 80s or 90s. It was like Married to the Mob. And... I want to say it was like with Tomei, but it was this lady who was trying to navigate this world after marrying into the mob and what life was like after that. This, it's basically where the three main actresses take matters into their own hands after their husbands are killed. So it's a it mix sounds of like widows. Widows and married to the mob. It's good timing because Widows is on HBO now if you have not seen it. Just came out. Watch it. I can't recommend that enough. I love that movie so much, and then I recommended it to people, and a lot of people really hated it. (laughs) Which is weird. I don't know. I I kind of feel indifferent about that because I I really liked it, and I know you really liked it, but it was just one of those I really dug. It's like the only Steve McQueen movie that I would recommend Mm -hmm. um, to the masses. And I, it actually shocks me that people don't like that movie. So I'm sorry, The Kitchen, it's their husbands don't die, but they're locked up in prison. So they're just having to carry on business as if they're still there. All right, I, I could get behind that. And it's also coming out this weekend. So hmm. my number three, number two, there goes August. I'm basically blowing my pickums right away. I mine come, My number one comes out on August 30th. It's a musical album from... The band Boney Bear. Full time, you talk your money up while it's living in a coal mine. Tall time to draw your mind. Hey, my- 
with you I don't know how to say the title of this album I believe it's I comma I um, but this is their fourth album and I cannot wait I told you I think Calexico and Iron and Wine most mm-hmm. anticipated musical release of 2019 <laughs> I jumped ahead guys so now this is it there's a lot of really good stuff coming out that I love in the coming months I think September if we were to do Pickums right now all music September is going to be tough we also have it chapter two I know. We got a lot of good stuff. And I'm just thinking, can anything top Bon Iver for me? I don't know. It Chapter 2. No, I could tell you not. <laughs> Music-wise. I'm just talking about music-wise. Okay. So that's my number one pick. And if you've never heard Bon Iver before, please do. Well, I know I can't wait for your most anticipated album of the year the second time around. This is like when you get married at a young age and you think it's it. And then you realize a little bit later, oh, man, this... This was a mistake. Oh. And then a little bit later, you meet the right one. And that's kind of the situation where I jumped ahead. I shouldn't have fell for my high school sweetheart. Jumped ahead in June. Instead, I should have gone for my college, sweetie. Should have waited a little bit. And now I have. I'm committed again, but committed to Bon Iver. There's only one like <laughs> in the running, but it's Third Eye Blind when that comes out. Are they seriously working on something? I have no idea. I still love that He's, band, and it just fills my heart with joy knowing that a band that I listened to when I was a kid is still around making music. You saw them live a few years ago whenever they came to town, right? Well, they came to our Ozark Empire Fair. I didn't get to go because I had to work, but I have seen them live. That was the one show that I went to, and I think we just got tickets through work. I don't. And that I was heard, a blast. Really? I they thought were, I heard a lot of people didn't like it. Well, a lot of people, I remember after the fact, it's like who didn't like it, did not like Third Eye Blind. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it, so, it, it's a, for the artists that usually come for our fair, it was, an, it was I think, an unusual pick. And it's for an, usually for an older crowd is and, why I say that. And those who, I would say, it geared more older who did not like it. That's the group that obviously Third Eye Blind's not going for. But yeah, I loved it. I ate their show up. And like weeks after seeing them, I just had all of their albums stuck in my head. I went going through this giant re-listen of everything. So I think I'm going to do the same now that you bring them up. My number one is not a movie. What? It's not an album. What? It's a TV show. I would say you're talking about having your most anticipated album of the year be your number one, this is likely my most anticipated show of the year. And I had no... You you may say, okay, I'm calling your bluff because you had no idea this was coming out in August. True, but it's also on a network that I don't watch a lot of right now. And I saw one trailer and I tried to limit it to that because I didn't want to spoil myself. It is the AMC original show produced by Ridley Scott. I know what you're going to say. The Terror. The Terror. Infamy. Nothing in this world is an accident. There's always someone watching, punishing. There's something evil. I can feel it. 
come all the way over the ocean, but we are not safe. You believe in the Bakemono? Shape-shifting spirits. You ever get the feeling you're being watched? This is a story that takes place during World War II, and it's centered around a series of bizarre deaths that haunt a Japanese-American community. Now, is the Terra an anthology series, or is it yes. somehow loosely connected through time? Uh, that's a good question, because right now they're going with an anthology. Each season will tell a different story. The first season... I binged it, and the episodes were longer, but here's the thing. They were slow burn. They were not the reveal right away. I know a lot of people who really dug the first half and did not like the second half or did not like the first half and really liked the second half because it does a 180 where it doesn't reveal a lot, and then it reveals something, and then that thing keeps coming up in every single episode. The thing that I liked about the first season is that it was based on this exploration, and there were three ships, and hence where they got the name The Terror is because one of the ships was named that. So I thought, how can they follow that up? Well, they've decided just to keep that The Terror as a descriptive of the show, and then they're going to name whatever season the theme, like this one, The Terror Infamy. And... I am really excited because George Takai is attached to this, and he has served as a consultant. He is executive producing, and there are certain stories that this is telling that it looks so eerie and creepy based on the trailers. I can't wait for this. Is season one scary? No, I would say more than scary, it's just a psychological thriller because you're wondering, are they losing their minds? Is there any basis to what they're saying? Are they, like, what What also are would you go through when you're confined to a ship and you're basically stuck? And I won't say how, because even though that doesn't really spoil a lot, it does give away certain things. So... It, Aren't they like stuck in ice or something? Yeah. Okay. But I don't want to say what like what else happens. It is very interesting the way that the show and the characters start to unravel. Very fascinating. And if it takes the same approach, I'm 100% in. And I can't recommend the first season enough for the terror. But like I said, it's a slow burn. It takes a while. But there's something about exploration and this idea of discovering something that you've never known before and coming across something that you wish you never knew. Now, is season one streaming anywhere? Is it on Hulu? No, I don't think so. I want to say, so AMC started their new subscription streaming plan. Yeah, so it's on the AMC plan, but I'm not seeing it anywhere else. For a while, it was on Netflix. Was it? I think season one still is. I feel like it's, it's somewhere. I'll do a quick search, but I don't think it's on Netflix because I searched for that whenever... I I have enough services, AMC. I don't need yours. Yeah, it's not... No, it's not on Netflix. But I think AMC is really trying to capitalize on all of that where they get all their Walking Dead fans. And there's another Walking Dead show coming out. A third Good one. Grief. I do, honestly, that... Why do we need that? I, I don't know how I feel about it. Because it's supposed to take place far in the future. 
And isn't that kind of revealing what happens in the main show or the other two shows? I don't know. I just feel a certain way that I'm not sure it's positive at this moment. And I still watch the the original series and Fear. I watch. I binge that. I wait until it's all out and then I binge it. And then I know you're all caught up on it all. <laughs> no. Can't wait for the Rick Grimes movies. Because <laughs> we'll have to cover that. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that might be fun because I'm not a fan. Well, speaking of, you will be a fan of the next movie we cover. Do we want to go ahead and lock in that Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark will be our next film that yeah, we cover? we might as well. Why not? That will be our upcoming episode after this. Thanks for listening. That's going to take care of this episode of August Pickums. Don't forget that you can rate us and subscribe to, so that you know when a new episode of Quality Check drops into your podcast player. You can also follow us on Twitter at Quality Check Pod, Instagram at Quality Check Podcast, or shoot us your emails to QualityCheckPodcast at gmail.com. Any last words, Drew? I just wish The Fanatic was coming out this weekend. The new Fred Durst joint with John Travolta. I'm surprised that's not your one of your picks. That was close to being number three for me. I can't in my right mind put that in there. But I am excited for it. And I'm going to get the uh, Travolta haircut. All I can say is that to prepare for that movie, I'm get, going to gain like 50 pounds, cut my hair like that, and stalk a celebrity. <laughs> Check is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA.